A few weeks ago, I was checking Daniela Port's Instagram account. Don't you love her? I follow her because of her honest and vulnerable approach to spirituality. And within her free spirit of service, she asked her audience about their, their pains and struggles. I was amazed by how many women expressed their need, I mean, not their need, but their craving for real human connection. This shocked me. I mean, I feel lonely at times as part of my self-pity drama, but most of the times I value the few hours I get for myself. Being a full-time mom and wife, it's uncommon for me to spend a few, some, you know, a few quiet time on my own, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean to be the issue here. I mean, this isn't about you being able to read a good book in the tub. This is about you feeling lonely. Isn't it funny? How can we feel lonely we live surrounded by hundreds if not thousands of people a day? We see them everywhere in traffic, on our way to work, in the subway, in the supermarket, the gym, at the office, in the restaurant. Yet sometimes we feel so lonely. Why does this happen? First, let me tell you, you're not alone in this. Welcome, my name is Paula and this is Drops of Pura Vida podcast when we build, where we build a life one day at a time, one thought at a time, one action at a time. And today we're talking about loneliness, relationships, and connection. First, let me tell you you're not alone at this. According to a recent article in the New York Times, London Britain appointed its first Minister of Loneliness to handle what is now considered as a public health issue. Although loneliness is a sad and reality in in modern life. This measure seemed a little bit exaggerated to the author of the article for statistics show that there's no real proof of feeling people feeling more lonely now than they were 20 years ago. Nevertheless, our society suffers from social disconnection, and that's no minor issue. Another thing that blew my mind while I was doing this little research is that feeling lonely doesn't just suck, but it also it's health-threatening. Studies have linked loneliness and social isolation to heart disease, cancer, depression, diabetes, and suicide. It's proven that loneliness and social isolation are associated with a reduction in lifespan similar to cost to that one caused by smoking 15 cigarettes a day and even greater than associated with obesity. You'll die first of being lonely, then of being fat. This is no minor issue. Yep, feeling lonely all the time. It's bad for you. So, let's do something about it. How did we become so disconnected from one another? What is this, What I mean, what's about this modern society that makes us so isolated? You probably have guessed part of the answer. But here's what I found. One, the cult of Mimi. Yes, the cult of me, me, me. Ours is an individualistic society. Neoliberalism enhances this with its concept of success, which is more materialistic and obsessed with recognition. You've seen it all over social media, you know? The perfect profile, the compulsive need for everyone to self-promote, an ideal, not existent life, you know, filled with trips, food, family, small or sometimes big achievement, achievements. We're too focused on ourselves. Second or two, our ever-plugged, 
ever texting, ever connected lifestyle. We've, repre we've replaced uh, real relationships with flesh and blood people for electronic ones. And no, it's not the same. For starters, we're more likely to be hurtful and judgmental, hiding behind the safety blankets of, of social media, as Brene Brown pointed out. And you can't fully know what someone's thinking and feeling by reading a three-line post. Something else I wanted to keep in mind is that 80% of communication is non-verbal. Face gestures, body postures, voice tone, and also the energy vibe to that. Now, let's get to the point. How can we create meaningful connection with others? My answer comes from experience. I've observed both successful and unsuccessful relationships, people who have lots of them and people who don't. Here's what I believe creates true and lasting human connection. Connection lies in intimacy, and you get intimate when all masks are removed, when you show yourself as you are and accept the other one as she is. You cannot connect with someone if you're trying to be somebody else. It doesn't matter what the other person thinks. It's your responsibility to be authentic. You'll then be able to judge if the other person is being good. You, you know, if they're being honest too. Connection never grows under false pretenses. Connection falls for vulnerability. In a society where it's more important to look successful than actually to be successful, vulnerability is not often seen as value. But it is, for it's also a kind of honesty. Being vulnerable doesn't equal being powerless. It means fully embracing your imperfect human condition. Connection requires resilience, because yes, your heart will be broken many, many times. We all build expectations and relationships when those are not met for whatever reason, disappointment comes. But it doesn't stop there. We create stories about why people fail this and assign them roles to them and to ourselves. We tend to overthink and judge what is nothing but human behavior. Sometimes, sometimes though, when you get to know people better, you decide they are not a good fit and walk away. That's okay too. But it shouldn't prevent you from building rich relationships in the future. Connection requires patience. Relationships are messy and require some degree of tolerance. Sometimes people make mistakes, and remember, you're not perfect either. Connection requires time. This is the tricky part. Full communication and interaction are done live. If you have a friend in Siberia, a video call with this person will be more fulfilling than a daily post on their Facebook profile. As good as social media is, it's impersonal. So, if you want to build a relationship, you need to commit time to this person. How much time? Well, that depends on you, the relationship, and the other person. And last, but not least, connection requires love. As cliche as it may sound, it's the truth. I don't mean romantic love. I mean the kind of love that sees through our souls and finds the best of us, the light that we truly are. Now, It's your turn. Tell me, is there something I missed? What do you consider to be an indispensable requirement for a solid, meaningful relationship? Tell me in the comments below. 
If you like this podcast, invite your friends to subscribe, fill in the form at dropsofpuravida.com. And while running this short research for this episode, I was surprised by how serious the com and common this issue is. So I've decided there's going to be more posts on the subject. Stay tuned to find out what creates the human connection, why are we more driven to some people than to others, and many, many more. See you next week.